You are listening to a special episode of Rebel Edition. This episode was recorded on July 25th, so certain things may be outdated, but this is a fun one. Thanks for listening. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Rebel Edition. I'm your host Bailey. Today it's just me. I got a special guest with me. If y'all know me, you've heard the name before. One of my favorite players to watch in the league, a special talent in my book. And I've been fortunate enough to, I would say, call her a friend now. I got Crystal Bradford in the building. What's going on, CB? How you doing? What's popping? Good. I'm good, man. I'm blessed. Appreciate you. Taking the time out to chat with me today. Yes, ma'am. Anytime. We've been trying to get you on here for a while. You've had a bit of a unique circumstance going on, so now you're back in the back in the flow of things. We're gonna get you on here and building your hype train up. You back on the court? Yeah, man. Exactly. You know, exactly. So I'm blessed. No, I'm blessed to be back moving. Like just being eight months off the court, you had nothing but film. And by that being my first full season, prior to my injury, first full season in the W, I just had a lot of film to watch. So, yep. but it was cool. Yeah, yeah. And I know it was uh, probably a lot to take on, you know, talking about not only the physical part of it, but the mental part of it. But this ain't your first major injury, is it? No, I had an injury, uh, my left knee. I had a PCL and meniscus injury. So that was that was a long journey. Um, it was right when I got out of college. So I actually, my college, my senior year, I actually, my Minnesota tour, and I didn't know. Um, when I was drafted, LA first round, seventh pick, I ended up finding out. And I get I got fixed and started my rehab journey. And yeah, been good ever since. But now that I'm healing up uh, my right, my right foot, which is what happened, um, a Jones fracture to my right foot. Now that I'm rehabbing that, I also have to keep my left knee fresh because it's like, wait, we haven't really been doing much for eight months. Are we are we back? And so kind of just rehabbing that all over again too because with injuries, you really got to stay on them. Right. Body feels good. My body feels good. It feels stronger like every day. So I'm grateful for that. That's good. And I'm, I'm sure you probably learned a little bit from your first way back when that you're using now. And then, you know, you don't want to, get off balance and overcompensate since it's on opposite sides. But, but uh, let's, let's go back to that. Like you said, you've been kind of off the radar for a little while. So what, what happened in that moment when you hurt your foot? What do you remember from that moment? Um, I remember coming off a screen versus Chicago um, when I was playing for Atlanta. And I just remember my foot kind of rolling under my toe, rolling under the rest of my foot. And it was, it was such a weird pain. It was like a sting, like a spring sting. Mm-hmm. So, spring. 
So I hobbled off the court. And now that I think about it with my hobble off the court, I've seen a lot of like players that had the Jones fracture. They kind of do that hop off the court. So that's kind of where I was going. Couldn't put my foot, couldn't put any um, pressure on my foot. And um, yeah, I kind of found out it was broke. I was letting them know that it wasn't a sprain. It was something serious. It wasn't my ankle at all. It was something serious. And so um, found out it was a Jones fracture, found out I would need surgery. Um, and I was just kind of tough. It wasn't, it wasn't devastating because I honestly thought I would be back for four to six, like four to six months. But just as the journey went on, it was kind of devastating. Just about two weeks, two, two, three weeks later, the calamity with Atlanta kind of happened. And um, it was just, it was just, it was interesting timing, but I know God is always on time. So I can't really question anything with that situation moving forward. Cause here comes January, uh, free agency time. I was getting, I was getting moving. I got the call from Chicago. I had a few, you know, a few little interests. Would she be able to do this? Would she be able to do that? Just, you know, not, not certain of what's next for me. Coaches were just kind of asking and just not not knowing. But James Wade took a, a hit on me in January, kind of signed me my free agency, and I just wasn't going to be ready for the start of the season. And I ended up, uh, I ended up getting waived and kind of before this training camp was starting, which I understood business decision wise, kind of just not knowing me first being to the team. Right. The way things go in the W. So I, you know, was what it was. I just want to get healthy at that point. Because it's like, okay, I have to like I can get healthy, keep playing. So maybe two months after is when I started kind of really hitting the floor. Really, here we are now, April, May, June. So around June, I was really getting help. Well, well, I was fully cleared in June. I just felt my body and everything kind of getting ready and getting stronger. Spending money on recovery is so important now. I kind of started uh, guy players, NBA friends. I got some NFL friends. They spend like a lot of money on recovery. A lot of it. And it's like um, just different facilities, not to work out, but literally just to recover. Yep. So clutch, so, so important. Understanding my body, like I walk on the outside of my feet. Okay. Which is why it rolled under there. Balancing how I run, using my big toe. Just little things like that that you gotta now being the player. Yeah. And it, it's pretty incredible how something small like that can really affect your whole body. I know people talk about like Zion Williamson and the way he walks. He like kind of waddles. And they said that that played a factor in his foot injury. And then, you know, you talk about the expensive, like they say LeBron spends a million a year on rest and recovery. So that's, that is very important. You learn a lot during those times. So, you know, me and you talk a lot about the other aspect of it though. How how did you stay up mentally during that time? How, you know, what, what were some of the ways you went about that? Staying up. It was time to break now. I was talking to God. I was trying to maneuver through. I did the blame game, but I did that a lot on myself. And that was unhealthy. So I was trying to reprogram just my thought process of realizing how I victim blame myself. Victim, I was realizing how I act in situations. And it was lessons that God needed me to pick up. 
So it wasn't, yeah, oh yeah, fuck it. But like, what I went through, there was no staying up. I think anybody to, to stay up for that time is like a narcissist. I get it. There's a character we have to fulfill in life. You still have to go to work every day when things happen. Right. But for me, during this time, it was a dark. It was a, it was a blackout because my foot was broke. Got your foot, your root chakra. You can't. Walk. My doctor, you need to stay off your. Foot. You can't go make anything happen. I'm so used to making things happen for myself. No, you can't go make anything. Sit down. So now I have to sit down with myself, reevaluate things, and, and, and realize I was kind of turning things to my place and not God's plans. Um, like I talked about experience at the beginning of the conversation, like it's important to, to experience kind of what I experienced for me. Right. I broke down, you know. Yeah, I do. I stay up in mental health, and I feel like sometimes there's no answer. Sometimes you, you got to break down. Same way muscles break down, you work out really hard. Like, I had to do exercises to be like, I don't like what I see. Like, people did you wrong. That's a fact. But I don't like what I see. Right. I don't like what I turned into. So, uh, yeah, that was hard, bro. Yeah, that's real. And I, I saw, uh, I don't know if you saw earlier, uh, Kelsey Plum talked a bit about some of her struggles with that when she tore her Achilles and how, kind of like you said, it helped her really kind of change her perspective and views on things. I think that's really important. I also think it's something that doesn't get talked about enough. But back, back, back to the court for a second. So last year in Atlanta, you planned – you know, your best ball in the W. And 24, 24 games played, nine starts, nine double-digit games. You know, how, how did it feel to be back out there it, before your injury? You know, how did it feel to be back in the W? Oh, it was amazing. I, I loved it. I feel like a fish in water. I felt like that was where I belonged. I um, set new goals. I was starting to crunch. Wow, like, it really worked. I was really happy. I, I, I mean, I mean, I was, it was a lot of stress that came with it. Adjusting us, uh, just the struggles we had as a team. Yeah. I was trying to make the best of it still. And I, I mean, I, I felt I was. So. Yeah, and I, I definitely think, you know, anybody that watched the game could saw that. You shot 36% from three, 43% from the floor. So I'm slight, brought some energy every night. And I really think people started to see you for what you can bring. You know, people on Twitter and things that maybe weren't familiar with you from back in the day. And like I said, I want to get you on here later and go into that. But right now, we're going to talk about where we're at right now. So you say you just played your first tournament since your injury. Where, where are you playing at right now? Who are you playing with? Uh, I was playing with the Flint Monarchs. Uh, it's like a little summer league thing. I was used to get back in shape and staying ready for any uh, team call. Understanding my identity as a player now. Because, you know, I will read Kelsey. I haven't seen her article. I'm going to check it out. But you have a major injury like that. You have to get back. But you have to understand the game. You got to let it come to you again. I learned so much 
last year, just defensively, offensively, schemes, uh, actions, getting over screens. I learned so much of that type of stuff where I have to relearn it and remember. Um, I have to remember some things. So, like I said, just with reps is the only way to get that. Yeah, and and you playing in, from what I understand, it's a pretty good league, though. It's not just some little pickup league. You playing in a real organized league. You said you was down on the islands playing, wasn't you? Yeah, we went to the DR. So um, the owner of the Flint Monarchs is a good friend of mine. His name is Grayon. And um, while they were playing, their season started way back, I don't know, maybe like April. And so while they were playing, I would always call them and watch the games. I would always fall and we would talk about the games. And I called him about the DR. We were talking about his, you know, his schemes and stuff, close to basketball. And I was like, Ray, I can play now. <laughs> <laughs> play, I, I'll come. Like, really? Yeah. So I came down there, had seven the first game, kind of did like a 15 type of thing. But now I'm just trying to find my pace. You know how people be like, don't go too fast. And then it's like, you're going too slow. So I'm like, trying to get that that meter right and um i heard uh, you got to get back in the flow and i see here it says y'all won the whole thing yeah one uh, um it was a really cool experience it's like being overseas again so i was really happy about that yeah i don't know people like when you go when you go on the face of the earth it just seems like you like 30 minutes but i've really been gone for eight months right Still, you know, still this and still that. Some of those days I weren't able to remind myself of that. And now, Crystal, trying to figure it out. Yeah. You know, all my life growing up. So, yeah. And I and I see here that your teammate won MVP and you were on the all tournament team. So that's pretty cool. Uh, my teammate Asia Boys, like my best friend, she she ended up winning it. But, yeah, she uh ended up winning. It was fun playing with her because we were the top 25 out of uh, high school. Yeah. Things like that. But we always play against each other. We never found a team. But I was a person. We played in the city, too. Uh, that's really why I uh, played for the team, so I can play in my hometown, just my family. So many concerns and wondering if I'll be back. So it was good. I was like, let me, let me play for my family. I head over to Egypt in August. Said you're going to Egypt in August? September, yeah. September. You playing over there? Where are you going to be playing it? Um, the name is off. Back to you on that. I don't even remember that. <laughs> they call it sporting, yeah. Okay. That's what's up. We'll be on the lookout for you over there, too, then. Who y'all think, think winning the championship? In a W? Yeah. I. I don't see nobody being Chicago myself. What you think? Chicago looks really good. They have moments, I know they're the top dogs, but they have moments they get heavy legs. Yeah. But other than that, man, I love I love watching them play. Beck is a beast. We love that. We love those types of players, those X Factors. Yeah. I've been missing out. Hello. <laughs> That's Beck on. Um it's been versus them. Some of our legends are standing next to these NBA legends. Yep. So we got to push our legends. 
more championships, more wins, and like you know, NBA led. You know, we don't want our goats far away from their goats. But we compare everything else, so that's all I'm saying, you know. Yeah, it's on. It's on a little different scale, you know, playing less games and being around for 26 years. But a ghost, a goat. And they added, um, they added games for our season now. Yeah, it's gonna be 40 next year. What What you think about that? What you think about the the way the league is growing right now? Not in our 26 years, just in life, like. I'm an advocate for saying, hey, we've been there 26, league, uh, 26 years. The NBA is 75. Understanding what's going on, like, we just seem really behind. Like, in a lot of ways. So, I just have our individuality, our, our um, independence. I love when – I love when players have dual talents. So, that shows our independence, like, essence. You got teaspoon now, like they're, they're rapping and just branching off to other things, like free to be ourselves. Love players where they can do things outside of basketball and just do it. Like Natasha Cloud is a great example. Like she does, she's able to motion things and, you know, but she's able to, she's doing so many things, her hands and a, a, a lot of different products. We need more of that. Like, I think a lot of people are scared to jump in front of that of being just a player with shut up and dribble mentality, uh, all of that. The flights, we got to, like, the flights got to change. Yeah, that's, I think that should be in front of everything, in front of expansion, in front of um, expansion and rosters or expanding the league. Like, you got to get the flight situation first. You're absolutely right, dang. And they, and they said they're going to charter them for the finals, but respectfully, that's – only two teams for what five games at the most, like they can do better than that. Sure. But um, you t- you talked about Natasha Cloud. I was told to ask you this from a Twitter fan. I don't know if you saw it earlier. What's the chances we see you in AU soon? And hopefully high because that's my type of fun. That is my type of fun. Um, hopefully very high. I'm praying on it. I really like that type of um, It's not a summer league. It's in the wintertime. The money is good. It's all love there. I don't see why anybody wouldn't want to play AU. I'm trying to get there. I'm trying my best to get there because you get points off scoring, rebounds. Everything. I get like a 20K bonus. Like Everything counts. Like, <laughs> You'd be living uh, good. You'd be living good out there at AU. And everybody, like, I watched the whole – I watched all of like we all did, and you watch players get better. You watch their contracts go up, if not training camps. Yeah, I know, especially, like, somebody like Alexi Brown. Alexi, which was coming off a of WNBA championship, but it's like, remember my name, like, come on. Right. These um, characters, you know, she was yeah. kind of – it was a lot. It was a lot of players on that Connecticut team that was kind of like, "All right, who's better out of all these people?" Let's see, she kind of stood out. Yeah, it was just let's show people. Frank, I was going to play in that, but uh, I ended up not being ready because, like I said, that was in January. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was very competitive. It was a very competitive league, and I think a lot of people thought it was going to be like pickup, but it it was a little more organized than that. 
a lot more organized. And, uh, you know, you talk about players. I remember seeing, like, Kalani Brown. You know, she got a contract with the Aces before she got hurt right out of there. Even players like Destiny Walker was on a uh, contract with the Wings for a little while. Like, a lot of – Mimi Jackson was with the Mystics for a minute. Who was, else? Mimi Jackson was on the Mystics for a minute. Like, they were – there was a handful of players that got I looks. Thought- they got looks. They got great looks. Yeah. And really and truly, I think that just goes to show, like, whenever the W can add another team or two or three or four or however many, like, the talent is there. The swag, the personality, like. Yeah. Man. And when everywhere we go, like, when we meet, like, NBA players, they love us. We're, we're their counterpart, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's. I don't know. There was a few more options to get out. I've been uh, interested in acting. It's stuff like that. Because I just, I don't, you know how people be like, you never met me and you don't know who I am. It's like, I just want the world to know me now. Because it's like, everybody tell me is to love me. It's like, true. Don't have a misrepresentation for me. Or miss uh, the wrong idea. That's me. I'm in my lane. I play ball. I rap. I dance. I sing. I like art. I love music. You know, that's it. I love I love children. Give back. I'm always working on myself. It's important to me. Yep. Things like that. I like to make people happy. I'm learning what mental health really means. I'm learning how to take care of me, take care of others. Yep. It all adds up. It all adds up. It all adds up, really. And you are in a perfect league for all of that. At least from my perspective. Honestly, you're behind the scenes. But from what I see, they are really, really ahead of the curve on a lot of those things, whether it be activism in the community or mental health or whatever it may be. It seems like they're ahead of the curve. Yeah, I know some real stand-up players. It's not always in the media because everybody don't do it for trophies, you know? Everybody don't do it for that. Just like you say, you're absolutely right. Like I have friends in the league that just you see, you just can be walk away on me. You just give away the sandwich we just had lunch. Give away the leftovers. Or... We just got a big and I always talk about how much women multiply things and just the more money we have, the more we can. Yep. And I'm I'm still wondering what Kathy doing with that 75 million she got. A lot of people. A lot of people wonder. You see, I nah, nah, I ain't either. But I'm sure she has great clients for that money. I hope so. <laughs> but uh, speaking of that, where would you want to see the league expand to? Hold on, my dad just asked me the other day. My dad said to me, "You know that soccer player? She got more money for all the women, didn't she?" I said, "Uh, nah, that's just soccer." I'm happy for them though. They deserve it too. But um, no. What did you say? Where where would I like for expansion? Yeah, where would you want to see the league go if you had to pick your first say two? It's like all the hard cities they took the leagues out of. Maybe it wasn't on purpose, but that's just how it went. Like the comments, Houston, come on, of course. Yeah. And Detroit, oh my goodness, I grew up watching. 
like our stands used to be packed. They did. I don't know if yeah, Detroit Shop, man, Swing Cash, man, Deanna Nolan, like what? Uh, Kia, uh, whatever the case may be, uh, Planet Pearson. Oh my goodness, Katie Smith. We were the team, and our game, even Shavante Zealous played there. Like the pit, uh, the shot was better than no, nah, we wasn't better than the Pistons. I don't think. I would say you were. I think we were, but that was that bad boys era. I mean, they I won. The shock won what three and five years? Exactly. Yeah. We did. Exactly. We don't even talk about it. We don't have reunions or nothing. But like I was saying, as far as the toughest cities don't things anymore. Our, our Detroit, the owner passed away. He passed away, and the wife wasn't able to take care of it, so she sold the team, or she didn't want to, whatever the case may be. And sold the team and now uh so that's what happened there i don't know what happened to the comments but i would love oakland detroit philly i think all of those are in like the, the top five or so for most folks because like you said those are great cities and i i would love to see them restore that history as well it's really weird that the league's first four championships are not even accounted for Technically, and even and even if you factor in the shock, that's seven out of twenty-five. Wow! What's really weird is that our culture, our women's basketball culture, is not tied into our history, our heritage. So, yeah, like, I agree. Like Leslie being the great when she walk in. We're not necessarily bowing down. So, you know, the last couple of weeks, I've been seeing videos of you on the court again, working out. How, how you been feeling? How you been feeling? I know it's been a long process. You said eight months, but how you feeling? Man, I honestly, I feel resilient out there. I feel resilient. I'm like, wow, I really made it through. So I didn't know I would come out on this side and I'm on the other side. So now it's like, yay, I kept my confidence. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of how it would be when I'm working out. And then I get, I get these same reactions that I'm getting that I used to get on the court or just like trainers, just, oh, you different. It's like, oh yeah, I still got it. So that's a good feeling. <laughs> like. Still got it. I ain't missed too many steps. Not too many. And those yeah. that you Yeah. I'm like, wow, I'm getting old. Those that you missed will be back sooner than you know it. So I'm, I'm going to end this on. All right. So I'm, I'm going to just ask you some fun stuff. And you just tell me your answer quick. <laughs> oh, man. All right, you ready? Don't think I'm shady. I'm just, I'm not really good at that type, this type of stuff. So, okay. I ain't being shady. I, we're gonna start slow. C- cardio or weights? Oh, oh, I like both. Um, cardio. Cardio. Okay. When you got to the W, in the W, not not overseas, in the W, who was the first player to give you the work? Okay. Angel McCarthy. Angel McCarthy. Really bad. Showboated too. 
it was in front of like a real celebrity. She was crossing me over and just clowning. Um, yeah. Angel was a killer. People, I, don't, <laughs> I don't I don't think people realize it now. Oh. Angel was something special. She she took Atlanta to what three finals? Yeah. Yeah. She very she, underrated uh baller. Yeah. And I, and she's kind of quiet. I wouldn't I have rather be killed by anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's because she's kind of quiet though. <laughs> Lee's on the court. Yeah, she's quiet, but she's a killer though. She is a killer. Cold. Big difference. She's All an right. actual killer. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. All right. So so what's on your pregame or pre-workout playlist right now? You know, it's it's mad breezy. Okay. You know his album drop. Okay. I got a little push of P in there, gun and thugs. <laughs> got future in there. I listen to like Patty LaBelle. Um what else? Lil Baby. Stuff okay. like that. I like R and B music too though. Yeah, that's what's on my pregame playlist. I love what I, is? I, I like R and B. I'm 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 an R and B person. Like it's funny. I remember being in. I'm telling you, slow is smooth. Anyway, I would I would go to hoop sessions and pull up playing some slow stuff. They're like, "Why are you listening to this for a hoop session?" It's what I do. It's what gets me right. I ain't gotta be a hundred miles per hour. Uh, uh, exactly, uh, exactly. Uh, uh, you feel it's poetry, man? Yeah, sure. All right, so here, here's the last one. If you and then were, I want to do my top five in the league. Okay, that'll work. All right. If you're about to play five on five and you needed four teammates, who are you taking? Oh, all right, that's even better. All right, give me Candace Parker, give me Chelsea Gray, because I'm I'm at the where you put me at the three, and I almost want the whole Vegas team. Give me Candace Parker, Chelsea Gray. Kelsey Plum. I need one more player. Oh, Adrian Wilson. Okay. So you staying out. You staying with the Vegas Ace is pretty heavy. <laughs> kind of out west, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah. Kelsey Plum is probably my MVP this year, though. And that's something I have to chalk up. This ain't nothing I'm going to just give to her. Like, she is, is anybody see what she's doing? If I ever play like that. And that's what's so interesting. I love that about basketball critics. The same thing that one player do, Kelsey does this night in and night out. So if any other player was to play as sharp and as habit-driven as she is playing, habit-driven, key word, habit-driven. Yeah. If anybody was playing like that, oh, my goodness, oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? But it's like we're used to her doing that night in and night out now. She went from, like, most improved to, like, Mm -hmm. Just oh, Jackie Young or Kelsey Plum? Oh, are you asking me? Yeah, I can't. I don't know. I can't answer. It kind of, it kind of, it, it, for me, it would depend on who's on my team already. Oh, you, 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 royal, you loyal to whoever on your team? Well, no, it would just depend because if I need, if I need somebody that's just gonna torch the nets, I'm gonna get KP. 
But if I need somebody that maybe won't torch the nets as much, but does a little more in between, I'm gonna pay Jackie. Jackie be torching the nets though. Not to the same degree though. Like she shoots no, a good percentage, but not to the volume. Like Jackie, Jackie is one of those players to me that does a lot of the small things right. And I appreciate mm-hmm. that about her. Like she's she plays a very fundamental style of basketball that may not always look flashy, but it's efficient. Mm-hmm. And she just it's like you talk about with KP night and not out. Jackie does it every possession on some she impacts every possession somehow. Mm. Defense, defensive deflections. I think she from from my money, she's one of the strongest guards in the league. And she just super smart. Super smart. Don't ever get ahead of herself. And there's value in that. A lot of value in that. 100%. Very sound. When you say don't get ahead of herself, very sound. Yeah, very sound. Always under control. Very hard 100%. to speed up or slow down. And right. to me, to me, being in Becky's system as opposed to what Bill was doing really capitalizes on that. I didn't know. I didn't know if she was just giving them more confidence or was it more. But, yeah, they play with a swagger now that's like, no offense to Bill. It's just even if it's like from a man to a woman, whatever it is. Yeah. I guess it was a style of play, though, too. So that changes things. Skylar Dickens or Khalil Copper? Oh, I'm taking Skylar. <laughs> hey, nah, I'm be- Cop, huh? the MVP. Look, Skylar Diggins is a problem. And then and, and I one thing I like about Sky is that she's gonna do her. And and I'm not saying Kai don't, but Skylar killer. Mm. And, mm, and, so and I'm gonna be honest with you. But, if you give me the option, if you put me between a lefty and a righty, I'm taking the lefty a lot I'm of percent the lefty of time. off top. Because lefties are so hard to guard. Orthodox is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Kelsey Plum, Skylar Diggins. See, now you put me on the spot. I got to go with that. I had to get it. I, had, I was right there. I'm like, let me corner him. Kelsey How or Sky. I might have to take this year. I'm taking mm. this year. I'm taking KP. Oh, we last year. I take Sky. This year you take it. But this is Sky's greatest year. <laughs> I think I'm gonna be honest. I think Sky was just a little bit better last year. Interesting, because playoff sky last year was interesting for me. Playoff sky last year was very interesting. I agree with you. She needed a she needed help. She needed a three player though. She needed a three player because they had her in the scoring position where she just she needed to use she yeah she needed a three. I will say I will say. Well, I think she let me put it this way. I think she's having a better offensive year, but her defense is not what it was last year. That's how I put it. Because I remember last year watching her bully and dog people and body them through screens and just and I'm not saying Ooh. she I'm not saying she ain't playing as hard because I she still plays hard defense but I don't think it's to the level it was last year and that's not a knock I mean she's having to do more because they don't have BG um, and you know a little more usage and that's fine especially when she's still being efficient and scoring well and facilitating well but last year I remember multiple times watching her be like. She is playing some defense right yeah. now. And really, man, free BG. I know there's some things we may be ignorant to, but today 
I was really just thinking like, man, I wish we could just go down there and get her. Like, yeah, me too. Riot, like, pick your time. What is it, 157 days? 158, almost 160, I know. And it, it's, to me, it's such a tough position to be in because it's like, when it first happened, they was like, don't tweet about it, don't make a big deal about it. But like, you can only do that for so long. And, and I now, hated that for us. Yeah. And now it's just like, well, we're doing this now, but what's getting done? Like it took them way so it took them way too long to even get a conversation with the people in power. Way too long. Yeah. It it, it shouldn't have taken what I'll say three months to get them to talk. That's we'll say four months even. I'll say we'll go ahead and say four. Just to get a conversation with just people. to talk. It was four months. And I'm just like, man, and and it's unfortunate that she's caught up in what she's caught up in, just trying to make money to do what she do. It's interesting is a comment that LeBron made. Oh, it's kind of saying like, I wouldn't even want to come back to America. It's interesting of a comment that was, it's still like true. Like now I just sit in my American home and turn on my American television and drive my American vehicle now after being held and detained for something of this nature. It's yeah. just interesting. Yeah. I, 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 that comment was very, very interesting because I'm, I feel like it was good intention, but I also don't know how, how well that was received and how really helpful that was to any di- dialogue around the situation but i also think i also think that uh it's a lot bigger than what i know but i know what i want to see come of it and i want to see her i don't even i honestly would not be surprised or confused if she ain't play no more it wouldn't surprise me i would understand completely but if she's not playing by her choice and she's at home that's fine as opposed to not playing because she's detained and i've never been in a situation like her before but one thing i know things blow over one thing i learned like nothing lasts forever so i don't know if it'll be embarrassment confusion or whatever she may feel but i don't think you should ever let anybody take the game away from you so I hope the best for BG, man. I hope they let her out today. I hope they're working on it tonight. Like, nobody's resting well until that happens. So I I would love to see her out, like you said, in, after we get done here. Um, <laughs> Period. It's, Period. It's, definitely, it's definitely a weird situation, for sure. And it, it's a shame that she was caught up in it just by, like I said, trying to make some money. That's it, man. That's it. It ain't about nothing else. It ain't about what she had. It's about her having to go here to make some money. Like, forget everything else, you know. Forget anything about drug use because, you know, alcoholism is not banned. It's not frowned upon. 
the way that drug use is. So it's like we can't pinpoint what and why someone's doing what they're doing. It's none of our business. Right. She's not doing it on the floor. And she's also not on the floor disoriented in any way. So that's not our business. You know? right. That's so. big for me with celebrities too, though, even with like what they do on the floor. Everybody has a hard, I mean, music-wise, we ban our celebrities and our actors and nobody, it has nothing to do with them, what they do off the floor or off the off their stage, you know? So, you know, hopefully we can get a podcast going about Mind Your Business. Hopefully that can become a culture thing. Yeah. But I yeah. doubt that happening anytime soon. We'll be making millions before that. So let me, I'm going <laughs> to ask you this. I'm going to ask you this. That's, that's actually a good question. I've been debating this with some friends of mine. I want to know your opinion. Who you think is going to get the first million dollar contract in the W? Oh, that's a great question because I hate to ever answer questions like this and say it depends because that's not a good answer. But if we start doing million contracts next year or like in the next page buckers, the page girl, <laughs> page, <laughs> you got these new kids is coming. Not, I don't think anything right now. I know Candace has hopefully a few more years. Then it's Arashi, we don't know. Super, this is definitely her last year, so it won't be her, right? Right. Sil gonna be gone. Sil, oh, Sil, so underrated. I agree. I agree 100%. We don't have nothing for our co-founders. We don't have no... uh. Rushmore for our four founders. Our, our, we don't have them. We need it. We need it for the Simone Augustus. Man, what they did with Simone was terrible. They didn't even give her, like, any type. I mean, obviously, I know she didn't, like, announce when she was leaving and everything. But after they did, there was no, like, tribute, like, for the league-wide. Like, the Lynx did a lot of good stuff. But there was no okay. tribute. There was no real talk about her impact on – the league it was a, there was a lot of grassroots stuff a lot of grassroots 100%. stuff but from the league perspective it was really disappointing uh and i think also it was very disappointing the way they handled cappy uh, cappy yeah i also think it was very disappointing the way they handled sill and candace's final game as opposed to sue and diana's final game we could go on for that for hours though yeah, we really could. I just I don't even know what what to say because I just I would love to see what be going on in the front office. Are they like are they like that SpongeBob episode when he lost all his files? Like <laughs> it's always <laughs> on fire and they just running around. <laughs> I don't know, but I five o'clock, <laughs> five p.m. It's definitely a lot. <laughs> they leave a lot to be desired on the small things. That's all. And we really desire it. Like, that's just all it is. I don't think it's to bash anyone or any light of that nature. I think we're coming up and I think everybody is all into immediate gratification. So, of yeah. course, we want it to happen. Like, before, it'd be nice, even with football players, like, they have their helmets on, so they got this right above the screen, you know who it is. They're introducing themselves, so it'd just be nice to have, like, a full bio of these players, because the best thing about AU, we knew everybody. So yep. everybody you just explained, I didn't know them for AU. Like, he was like Mimi Jackson and Destiny Walker. Like, we got to know these players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't know. Like, I'll be looking. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, because I knew some of them from when they were in college. 
but okay. I, I think a lot of the I think a lot of I know a lot of newer fans, newer W fans, like got to see them and was like, "Wow, there's a lot of talent out there." <laughs> it was tons of talent. It was, it was nice. It was just nice. To, I mean, you can't tell me the WNBA don't have some. I see players now. I'm not even gonna name like, but I'm like, who is that? Maybe in the WNBA. Wait, when did they? I, I thought I was checking everybody that gets signed. Who is this? Like, <laughs> I've been watching. Who wears something? Exactly. So I really want to know who's playing. It's so important. Right. It's so important to know who's playing. And I think it's interesting. I think there's also a level, and again, this goes back, in my opinion, to the W. I think there is a level of disconnect between players like in college or even in high school coming up and the W. It's so important. Because I remember um, last year when they were interviewing like draft players or pre-draft players and they were asking like comparisons to the, you know, who they compared themselves to. And like 90% of them gave NBA players and nobody hardly gave mm-hmm. a W player. Wow. And, I th- and but the players, only the players, only the players that people, I had to cut you off. Only the players that get compared are the ones that's not getting their flowers on the way out. Everybody right. wants to be Cappy. Everybody wants to be Simone. Yeah. Candace Parker. These are the only these are the only players that we know. And these are the ones that get the most not no not recognized. Yeah, so like it's, just, it's like they just came and went. Cappy was a legend. I mean, really and truly, she was a groundbreaker in my opinion. She was, and I, and this again, it comes down to your mind, mind your business thing again. Like, dang, what happened to Cappy? What happened was that she didn't really get too many flowers at the end, and that's just what it is. Like, it don't matter about nothing else. Like, all the behind the scenes stuff, people want to talk about players as players. I work too hard for anything to overshadow me off the court. What I do on the court, period, man. It don't have nothing to do with it, to be honest with you. Matter of fact, mind your business, because I don't know what kind of tea you drink in the morning. I even think about uh, my friend Sabria. She's like the biggest Candace Dupree fan. And Candace mm. Dupree just is one of the all-time greats in the league, and she just kind of went away. You know, they just didn't say nothing about it. Candace Dupree is a great example. I get a lot. It's a lot of people. People love Candace Dupree. She's a great example. Y'all ain't got no flowers for her. It's funny, like, when we go overseas, and, like, I played in Israel for three years. Right. So when I... So the first team I played for, next year when I'm on a different team, when you go back to that team, they always give you flowers. Whether you want a championship, yep, they always give you flowers. So that's how it is in Israel. And it's just like, I have flowers for these young ladies. That's that's crazy. It's crazy. And that's, that's why you see, like, with this prioritization coming up, that's why you see a lot of players saying they still going to go overseas. Got to. But now the pecking order is different because we don't have Russia. So the top dogs getting the top money is now kind of mid-level. Then the mid-level people is kind of settling. So it's just the market is settling all, of, all around. Y'all going to have some stacked leagues over there because it's going to be a little more compressed. <laughs> Very true. Like turkey. 
Turkey already J- JJ and Turkey now, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I know so, uh I think all three of the Suns big three played in Turkey last year. I think. Yeah, they'll probably be back. And then I'm hoping prayers up for Bria Hartley. Have you heard anything? I have not. I uh have been looking, but I have not seen them say anything, which is really unusual because the Sun are usually really on top of this. Right. Uh, and it's kind of concerning. Those those non-contact injuries are always scary to me. And I think it's I think it's too like just being able to privacy. I think because it's such a I think it I hope it's not that serious, but when you go that long without speaking on it, maybe she's just needing a little privacy right now. I know yeah. I wrote her and she, you know, she said thank you. So that's good. She's not like in the in the dumps. Yeah. But and man, Bria's story, she got an amazing story. She does. And I and like I said to you, I think it's really important. I think what Sydney we said about it was really important as well. Kind of put it in that perspective of everything. I think she provided some really good insight on that and how Bria had been moved around so much in the past three, four months and had finally, from what we could see, found a place to settle in and one misstep, one fluky play. Oh, yeah, man. Even just her being defense, like just watching her battle back. But you know somebody else that kind of battle back is, we kind of underrated her. Even Rachel. Rachel, I think of Rachel Bainham when she had her non-contact incident. And now she's having a good a good year. Yeah. This yeah. stuff takes time. It takes time. And it's so it's so brutal in the W side, especially. So brutal. It's a lot different. It's so brutal. I, I mean, like how many minutes total did Bria play in Indiana before she was shipped off or waived? I never thought I would see like a wave, you know, but it can happen to anybody. So it's not like that. But I just, you know, Bria just came from too, like, first, I think she was in front of the Yeah, she was. She was in Turkey. So that too, like, I guess overseas is separated from the W for the most part, but a lot of times it's, it's kind of connected. She had only played 123 minutes in the W this year. And it doesn't say the split by team on WNBA.com, but not many of those were the fever, I can bet. Wow. Yeah. Uh, according, according, according to basketball reference, she played about 87 minutes with the fever. So over 10 games. She only averaged like eight minutes. And then with the Sun, she had played three games at 12 minutes. So. Yeah, three games, 12 minutes. And you just done. And you don't know what's coming next. Our work ethic, though, let, this is probably an uncomfortable conversation. What scale do we put our work ethic? Because uh, as women's basketball players, because like I said, um, you got NFL players, you got soccer, you got baseball, but, you know, like people train stupid hard. And I'm just being honest with you when it comes to even like one-on-one training, a lot of women basketball players, we don't do, I, mean, I don't want to say a lot. I know a lot of girls, especially at the top, they getting their work in at Brianna Stewart, 
you know, anybody, people really train. Like me, I really train. So like when y'all see those videos, it's because I'm really training. Right. Some women don't really train. And then, then that's one thing, but like recovery or the planning goals and all that stuff, man. Right. Where are we at on that pole? Because yeah. I know it's some guy. It's got it's really low. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, like I said, we can go on about all this stuff for hours. We'll say that for another time. You already know. Yeah, we'll say that for another. Like I said, I still want to get you on here and talk, you know, through your whole your whole story. I still got the outline. So I um I got a few other people I'm trying to line up maybe for a little off-season series. So we'll circle back on that one. But uh, before we get let out me, of here. Let me co-host. Okay. We can do that. I do that. I'm with it. Yeah. Maybe you can even have some connects, get us some some good guests. But, yeah, no, absolutely. I appreciate you for having me, man. Yeah, I'm going to post this uh, soon. So before we get out of here, you got anything you want to say to anybody, anything like that? The future is female. Yeah. The year of the woman has been since 2019. I think that's when we started saying it. And yeah. it's every year. Like, don't you don't lose your independence. Don't lose your confidence. When you break, break. You won't fall. If you do fall, get back up. That's it. There's a lot of resilience after that. So you're fine. Don't look for perfection. Move through your mistakes. Simple as that. Every minor setback leads to a major comeback. Major comeback. Can't wait till we look back at this interview. Like, yeah. Look at us now. <laughs> Your beard gonna be like this, B. Nah, I'm gonna leave right about where it's at. <laughs> oh, did, did, did you ever get to see your sky jersey? Did you ever get to see one? No, I know you had one. Yeah, let me go get it. Hey, let me see it. Yeah, I'm gonna I get it for you. They need to run that back. That's like a man. I don't even know what you call that one. I don't know if we call that a classic. Uh, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if you call that like the hol- you remember the Yu Gi Oh cards? That's like a holographic one. <laughs> I don't know how. It's funny. I feel like I have a relic because I don't know how many people got these. But check it out. It's cold. It's fire. <laughs> wow. And Let me so- see. Hold it up again. Let me see the back. Yeah, look at it. Yeah, let me send this to my mama. <laughs> and I, like I said, I don't know how many people got them. But, um, but no, um, my, uh, I don't know if you know him. He's a pretty, he's growing in the WC, my friend, uh, JT. He's a fashion designer. He makes he made the jackets for All Star. Nice. Uh, the jacket that Ryan wore, the blue one. If you yep. saw, it, he made that. He does stuff for like Diamond. He's done some stuff for Dijonay, Ari Chambers. Like he's a fashion nice. designer. Well, uh, it's so funny. He texted me one night. He was like, "Do you have the black Chicago jersey with his pinstripes?" I'm like, "I got you." And he needed me Ooh. to measure the stripes because he was making something for. Uh, He's making something for somebody I can't remember, but came in handy. Fire. I would, I would really love to know Open. how 
I would love to how many you know I know how many are out there. Really, Man, truly. I know you got a classic. Yeah, it's even it's if tough. you run it back. Even if I run it back there next year, it's like, oh, I had mine first. I'm already ahead of the, I'm ahead of the curve. Ahead of the curve, my guy. But uh, like I said, I'm I'm gonna circle back with you later on, and we'll uh, we we'll get some people on here, and we'll talk it up with. That would be cool. I think that'd be real cool. We can work on our first guest and stuff like that. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be so fire. Hey. Yeah, we gonna talk though. Yeah, you got the connects. You got somebody you want to bring on. Make you some the one, man. Because uh, you got me on here. You the one. <laughs>